All right, here we are now. And today, I would like to ponder this question with you. Do drugs tell the truth? <laughs> oh, they tell a lot of things. Is truth one of them? <laughs> Do drugs tell the truth? Do they reveal something? Of course they reveal something. They tell us something about something. I guess the question is, well, what is truth? What is truth? And of course, many a people do have the experience of drugs and then come back from that experience and think, wow, that is more real than my normal life or this so-called mundane reality that we are in. This is the truth. The drugs have shown me the truth. There's this famous story of a guy who took acid and then climbed up a tree and was there all night, basically, by himself in a tree. And when he came down again, he was a born-again Christian. And in that way, God revealed the truth of Christianity to this man through a psychedelic experience. <laughs> now, of course, is that true, though? Is it true? Because there's another experience that a friend of mine had, which was that they took acid, and then all of a sudden they realized what they actually were. And what that was, was a floorboard on the middle of the kitchen floor. And so they took the shape on the kitchen floor of a floorboard and was there was there sitting there in that position for the next five hours or so. <laughs> now, is that true? Is that a true revelation of what you are? Now, some people have it the other way, right? They don't think, oh, I'm a floorboard. They have a psychedelic experience and then they say, well, I am God. I had ego disillusion. I experienced all of the universe. I experienced oneness with Godhead. Yeah, of course. Well, who's to say that that's any less or more true than the person who climbed a tree and became a Christian or the person who fell onto the floorboard and was sure that they were a piece of the flooring? <laughs> and of course, the psychological answer, the way to answer this psychologically is that we have experiences and explanations of our experiences. And our explanations will be appropriate to the level of psychological development that we are at. And in order to have better explanations, we must learn psychological maps, developmental models, and learn to speak eloquently. And really, that's all you need to say about it. That's all that we really need to get by with the psychedelic experience, the drug experience. Now, of course, I am just sort of using the term drugs as this broad overview. But what I really mean is psychedelics. Because many a drug, many a form of drug is quite plainly self-destructive, delusional fear and suffering inducing, and there's no truth to them. There's no real utility to them. There's no use to them. 
But when it comes to psychedelics, well, we can say that there's something to them that is of benefit. There is a path there that can be walked for better spiritual experiencing and deeper connecting with life. Now, of course, it's not an essential path. And here's where we come to the critique of psychedelics. Here's where we come to the downside. Psychedelics are not an essential part. Not like in the way that living up to higher values is. Or meditative practice is. Or self-knowledge is. Now these things are essential. These things are universal. These things you cannot get around if you are a human being and wanting to live a deep life, a real life, an actualized life. You need to have self-knowledge. You need to meditate. You need to live up to your higher values. And you can't say that about psychedelics. You can't say that about psychedelics. You can go your whole life without having psychedelics and still reach up to your highest potentials. Now, of course, another thing that says or brings me to say that or that needs to be said about this is that there's two, there's two sort of rebuttals to this or two sides to this which you might come up against, which is that, one, any experience you can have on a psychedelic, you can have without a psychedelic. And this is an incredible thing to realize. This is a, a like this was this this was one of the most incredible things for my life to realize and pursue and fulfill and actually have happened to me. Any experience you have on a psychedelic substance, you can have without that substance. Now, that's one thing. Now, the other thing is a little bit paradoxical and contradictory, which is that the psychedelic experience is unlike any other experience. It is completely unique. There's no way of getting that experience without having the psychedelic substance. Now, that might seem like a contradiction. Those two things might seem to be in opposition to each other, but they're not. They're actually a paradoxical... They're actually related paradoxically. And it's sort of funny because if you've had the psychedelic experience, you would understand this, right? Just just in the same way you would you would understand how, well, drugs can tell the truth and they can also tell a lie, then you would understand how a, a, a drug experience like lends itself to this way of thinking, which is that, well, things can contradict each other. Two things can be the same thing and two totally different things, both and all at the same time and in multiple variations. Oh, my God. We might call that a drug thought, right? <laughs> we might call that a drug explanation. <laughs> I swear to you, these two things are true. And these two things are 
things for, well, ultimately you to decide what to do with. Now, of course, you should always do your research. You should always have a strong understanding of what you're getting yourself into. Of course, it's not for everyone. And that should be said not only to psychedelic experiences, but to the experiences that can be brought to you without the aids of psychedelic substances. And of course, well, I'm talking about meditation as at least one of those things. And in fact, I recently released an online course called MDMA. And that is introspective guided meditations that are designed to bring you to the same sorts of experiences that you can have on MDMA. You get the same sort of insights, you get the same sort of ways of thinking, you get the experiential openings, you get the bodily sensations. All of this has been put into guided meditations, so you can get a taste. Now, of course, it does depend on a lot of factors as to how successful it is. It depends largely on your openness and your commitment to the instructions. So a teacher can only ever go so far as their students in so many ways. Whereas, of course, a student can go much further than their teacher in every way. So if you're interested, if you'd like to know more, you can follow the link somewhere in this video or this clip. And there will be a promotional video which will explain to you more about the course MDMA. But why would I do that? Like, why... Would I call this course MDMA? Why would I call a meditation course after a drug? And the answer is, of course, because drugs tell something of the truth. And yet it's mixed in with something dirty. There's something of a lie that comes along with it. If you take MDMA, there's something that is not quite right about it. There's something that is missing. There's something that's delusional. There's something that's, that's just a bit grimy. And I would say that MDMA, methylendioxymethamphetamine, as it stands with the title of ecstasy, is not quite right. Because it's not real ecstasy. It's not pure ecstasy. Of course, it gives you the taste of ecstasy. It gives you the experience of ecstasy. Sure, it can reveal that to you on a very deep level. I'm not going to say that, but it also comes with something else. So meditation, these guided meditations that I've created, have been labeled, titled, MDMA as a way of sort of correcting the labeling around methylendioxymethamphetamine. And I actually call MDMA multidimensional mind awareness or multidimensional mind awakening, which is what MDMA can do for you. Well, it's what, it's what MDMA the course does for you. And it's what methylendioxymethamphetamine can do for you, but not necessarily. So 
Do drugs tell the truth? Of course, the answer is yes, but they also tell something else. And the trick is distinguishing between the two. And that's the strength of meditation. When you are meditating, when you're going into these territories from a place of grounding and clarity and, in some ways, dedicated, persistent work, then it's very different to these brute force insights, which are, quite frankly, very hard to integrate. Right? Like anyone, anyone can do drugs. Anyone can take a drug. Anyone can have that experience. But the real question, the real question, the, the real bang for buck, the absolute how much do you get out of it question is how much of it is integrated, right? Like when I, when I first did methylene dioxymethamphetamine, my whole thing was how much of this experience can I take back with me? How much can my normal experience become like that experience? Because I knew, I knew that chemicals, that drugs were just training wheels for the real thing. They were just like baby steps towards the real thing. And it took me years. It takes years of work. It takes dedication. You have to be a dedicated student to really do the work. In so many ways, drugs make it too easy for you. They're deceptively easy to have spiritual experiences with. Because, of course, the grind, the integration, the learning, the bringing your peak states into your structure, into your everyday experience, is hard. It's all a hard work. It's all a hard grind. It's all something that has backs and forths and ups and downs and trials and tribulations and struggles and backfailings and mistakes. And yet that path walked as someone who is sober and clear about their meditation is so much more efficient than that of the sort of roller coaster ride of drug highs and lows. So if you've had psychedelic experiences and you have the wisdom to know that there's something to bring back from those experiences to your everyday life, then this course is ideal for you. And if you haven't had psychedelic experiences, but you want to get a taste of that, you want to get a sense of what that is all about, without having to have so many of the, quite frankly, very dark and dangerous risks that go along with taking a substance, then this course also is perfect for you. So that's a little bit about this question, do drugs tell the truth? And as I said before, I'll mention it again, you can follow the link in this video, in this episode, somewhere in the description, there will be a link to the promotional video for MDMA, which is an online course of guided meditations 
for multidimensional mind awareness. So check out that video. Check out the introduction as well. There's a there's a promo video and an introduction video. You can check out those. And there's even also a sample meditation. You can look at that. So follow it up. Get curious, really. This is something very important that needs to be addressed. And really, there's just there's just so much to be gained from this. The stakes are high because you can gain so much. Of course, you can lose, right? You can miss out on a lot. And that's sort of the thrill of the drug trip, right? Because you have that incredible high, but then there's also the incredible pain. There's the incredible loss that comes with it. So the stakes are high. The stakes are very high. This is really heavy stuff in so many ways. So check it out. That's MDMA. My name's Dosta, which you probably know by now. So thanks very much. Follow the link and we'll be back soon with more.